Hi, I'm Bunny. And I'm David. And this is our podcast. Where we talk about anything we want. And, and nothing, nothing you say. And nothing you say. And nothing you say. And nothing you say matters. Nothing. I just need you to shut the fuck up. Cause nobody asks you, bitch. I need you to shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut, shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up, bitch. I love that. That's my favorite TikTok. Big mood. Big fucking mood. Mood 2020. Mood. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. 2020. It's my mood board. <laughs> mood board. This is my mood board. It's just this, this one thing. This TikTok is my mood board. <laughs> What's up, bitches? Hey, welcome back to the podcast. How y'all doing? I hope you looked up some books on tape, bitch. Looks so that's pretty. what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> yeah. I got so like aggressive just now. That's where the energy comes from. Energy. Aggressiveness. Capping. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, Bunny. Yeah. Where, where, David. What are we listening to? What is this? What is this podcast? Ugh, garbage. Yeah. Um, nothing you say matters. Whoa. 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 Welcome what? back. Did you know that this is our last episode before our one year anniversary? Time flies when you're being a piece of shit. Isn't it crazy? This has been one whole fucking year, beach. One whole year. One whole year. Oh and I still God. like you relatively well. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't like you at all, but okay. Um, yeah, that's my brand. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we're still friends. We're not going to let the podcast get in between us. Um, because this is actually really fun. Uh, believe it or not, it's been a wild year. Yeah, it's been a really cool year. Uh, we'd like I'm to shout it. out to, uh, you know, some of our little review peeps, little reviewers. So oh, yeah. So thanks for everyone who's left a review <laughs> uh, and a rating. We're still five out of five, bitch. Five out of five. Five, uh, five by five. That's a Buffy reference five for by all five. you buffos. For all you buffos out there. Isn't that an episode name? Five by five? Yeah. No. It's like one yeah. of the other Slayers, that's like her like tagline, when she's like, it's all good. Five by five, buff. What the fuck does it mean? <laughs> it means like, we're good. We're square. Five by five. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then there's an episode where she switches bodies with Buffy, and then they all find out because she says five by five. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the telltale. The, the tale. Yes. Yes. So, um, where was I going with this? Uh, I don't know. My brain just fell out. Shout out to our oh, yes, our, our we're five for five. We're five for five of our ratings. Yes, yes five so finger keep rating punch. those five star ratings. Never ever give me anything below that, or I will cry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to our one subscriber, listener Johnny. Woo! Woo. Yes, yes, yes. You can get subscriber too by going to Anchor.fm/nysmpod. And just clicking sponsor, sponsorship. Sponsor for as little as 99 cent. Yeah, give us, give us money. You can give us lots more. Give me 10 bucks a month. I'll do I'll do some backflips for you. Yeah, somebody one up Johnny. Be better. Be the yeah, favorite. Do Don't $2. you want to be the favorite? <laughs> <laughs> but if all like, if like 10 people gave a dollar, then you, you, you know, you pulled your little dollars. Who needs like, yeah, it's just like a dollar. It's a dollar. It's a dollar a month. It's fine. One whole dollar? 
I, I work my ass off for you, and you can't give me a dollar for like 35 hours to 40 hours a month of work? I showed you my hole. Please respond. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> nah, but it's great. It's been a wild ride. What is your favorite episode we've done so far, Bun Bun? Ooh, I think my favorite episode, I gotta say Colts. Colts? I think Colts was like the most fun. That's because we had so many guests. Yeah, it was kind of wild. Yeah. Yeah. What's I your... like that. I really like that. Yeah. Um, I think probably the, um, oh shit. I guess I didn't really think about it <laughs> uh, before I answer, ask that question. No, I think probably the In Pride series is my favorite. I do like Just those. because it was like very poignant and like the happenstance of the world happened to really kind of line up and be really good talking points. So I think that was a, I think that was a really appropriately timed series in this I, podcast world. You know, I think so too. I, I, I liked the series. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Faux show, bitch. Faux show. Faux show. Faux shizzle. Cuckoo. Well, <laughs> we are going to start a new series. Uh, it's a little little sub-podcast. You get a little, like, little, little treat like every couple weeks. A little piece. A little piece, a little, uh, little bit of the frosting. A little frosting on the top. A little sweetness. So that's what it's called, frosting on top. Frosting on top. So, so listen to that. Once a month, a um, month... Ish. A day. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing once a day. That'd be crazy. No, once a month on a random day. <laughs> Yeah, it's not really. There's nothing real. Um, but, yeah, keep it real and listen to that, too. And uh, you can find it right in the same same feed as this podcast. So be aware of that, that we will be coming out with a random episode every once in a while. Ooh, just for fun. Bonus. Ooh, special. Bonus. Ooh. Special. Special effects. Extra. Um, listen up, bitch. <laughs> listen. Yeah. Listen. Well, that's it for podcast news. I don't have anything else going on. Um, Just keep listening. Keep sharing. Uh, You can follow us on all the social media at NYSMPOD. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And then you can also email us. Any questions, concerns, uh, ideas, things you want us to talk about. Questions that you're like, oh my god, what if? Uh, Send them over to nysmpod at gmail.com, bitch. Yes. Get into it. Get into it. I don't know where that came from, but I can't stop saying it. It's a TikTok. It's just like, the hi, you're here. So pretty, or whatever. You're so pretty. It's the same woman. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, my God. Get into it. Get into it. Um, Bunny, how are you? Uh, You know, I'm fucking... I'm tired. I'm done already. I'm fucking... (laughs) You're not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> You're not my dad. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. It's been a long day. Mm. I'm hungry. Yes. I'm warm. It's warm outside. It is warm outside. Suddenly last week it was like 50 degrees in Minneapolis and then now it's Today it decides to be, yeah. So I wore a sweater. I was like, it's going to be cold. It was, it's fine. It was not. It was not. Uh, How's cool. you? What's new? I'm all right. I just want to, you know crush the skulls of my enemies and drink their blood yes sounds delicious no i'm ready for like a nice fun round of bingo mindlessness this evening bingo bingo um i saw what's her face at work today what's her face i don't know her name oh rochelle michelle oh yeah which one is it rochelle oh Somebody Shout calls her Michelle. Ma- somebody calls her Michelle. I saw her and I looked at her and I, and I walked past and I looked back. It's like she's like from Bingo. I was like, oh my god, I yeah. 
Yeah. So hi. Hi. It's good to see you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah no, that's exciting. I'm ready for that. It's already been like three days of a week and one day. If, yes. And I'm very irritated that it's a full week and there's no holidays. There's no pot. There's no like PTO scheduled for me anyway. And, I know. Like, I just miss. I wish that we only had to work like 40 hours a week or 40 hours within like four days. There's no reason or, that like, we should be working 40 hours a week. We don't even need like, like five 40 days hours. a week. We could do like four. I could do like four, like nine hour shifts and be happy. Yeah. Like 36 hours. I could do that. You know, I yeah. have to work a nine-hour shift because I never fucking take a lunch. Right. You know? So, whoop do you do I just take a little... But then I get three-day weekends every time. That'd be so fucking lit. Because you have to take a full... At least a full day to rest on either end of the weekend. Always. Right. And then you have only, like, then, like, a day-ish to get everything done. Right. So, like, do the stuff you can't do during the week because you're working... Right, and all you can't hours. do yeah. So that's in, right. like, that includes like cleaning your entire house, doing all your laundry, you know, paying attention to your fucking animals, you know, ex- like hanging out with your friends, having social time. Right, there's so much that you have to jam pack, and then your weekends are so fucking busy, then that you don't actually relax. You never get to relax or like zone out, and then you're like back into it. So we definitely need three day weeks so we can have a full day of rest, a full day of cleaning, and a full day of socialing. Yeah, you know, you know, a full day of cleaning. Like a half day of cleaning. Because if you're doing it every week, it really shouldn't take you more than like two hours to clean your house. It all depends on how shitty your house gets during a week. Well, a I lot mean, can happen in five days. Well, if you have children. Or four days. For all you nothings that have children, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, well, what's up with our queered news? What's queered up? News, queered news. Want to start oh, with I, the gay oh, shit? Oh, I have the gay shit. So, it's a, it's a part two. Part two. Remember that one time that J.K. Rowling tweeted a bunch of transphobic shit? <laughs> Which time? <laughs> well, the first time. Okay. When we covered it. Well, now she's released a new book that is a uh, like a murder mystery kind of thing. It, it's a new novel um, following a serial killer who is a cisgendered man who dresses as a woman to stalk and kill his victims. Isn't this like that movie, what, Silence of the Lambs? Didn't he? I don't remember. I feel well. I've never seen the movie, but I feel like Sons of the Lambs. They were a man, but they used to they wore wigs, so they murdered women to like murder other people. Well, one of them like or something like that. Their skin. I think it's Sons of the Lambs. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. a little less like they're not pretending to be a trans person in public. They're just like reveling in like wearing their victim's skin. Hmm interesting this yeah so this basically weird. she's completely ruined her career whatever was left of it and <laughs> you thought i was trash here are the receipts <laughs> yeah you thought i was trash hello i engraved so it on the a hashtag, plaque for you to hang <laughs> hashtag r.i.p jk rowling is trending <laughs> well she's not dead but she's definitely trying to kill her career she's definitely trying to get assassinated you know, you know what? People are fucking crazy these days. You never know. You never. That's true. You never fucking know. Well, what's weird? That's fucking true. Um, so weird is this week is they found the heart of Belgian city Verver. Wait, hold on. Whoa. Um, so the Belgian city of Verviers, Verviers, Verviers. Let me see it. 
V-E-R-V-I-E-R-S. Yeah, Verver. Uh, they found the heart of the city's first mayor buried in a jar underneath a fountain that was erected in his honor when he died from falling off a building in, like, the six, like 69. Like 1939, excuse me. Oh, <laughs> so he was the first mayor and he was like popular, but then when he died, they built this um, memorial fountain, this nice fountain in his honor. And with permission from his family, they put his heart in a jar with some like fucking fluid and they buried it under a stone in the fountain. And it was discovered recently when they were doing um, renovations, yeah, like updates, just restore, restore, restorative stuff. That's disgusting, it's fucking wild. That's really gross. That's that's not the very first mirror. A heart from 1839, and it was fully like still a heart. Yeah, I think it was fully still a heart. There was like liquid in the jar to like preserve it. Ugh, it's disgusting. It was just like fucking lit. Uh, the guy's name was um. God, what the fuck was his name? Gagaga, David. Okay. <laughs> What are they doing with the heart? I think they don't care what his name is. They care about what they're doing it's with it. It's currently in a museum. Ew. Yes. Um, the box is on display at the Verver Museum of Fine Arts and Ceramics. And it will be returned to the Fontaine David in the city's green place, Place Verte, once the renovations are done. So they're going to put it back. But it's just in the museum for a time being to keep it safe. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Wow. Why? Why? I want to put my heart in a thing and bury it somewhere. I don't. I want to take my heart out and just, like, yeet it into space. You have to have a heart first. Right now I only have a muscle that is pumping blood through my body. (laughs) I don't have heart. I have zero circulation. I am not. (laughs) Do we have any questions? Do you have a question? Do we have a... Oh, uh, yeah. Do you have some advice to give or some something to answer from some fe- folks? Some yeah, peeps? we got a question. Uh, the question this week. What food is delicious but a pain to eat? <sighs> really cold ice cream. <laughs> Quite literally. I like, um, yeah. Does that hurt your teeth or is it just like your head? Do you get brain freezes? Less brain freeze and more um, teeth hurting. But I have had brain freezes before. Every time I get a brain freeze now, I feel like I'm dying. Like, it used to be like, oh, it's so uncomfortable. Now it's like, I have to put my head down, my my chest hurts, my eyes stop. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't see. It's just all like, the world is ending. And like, slowly well, come back. shutting down. Yeah. I would say that, or like, really spicy food. Why is it spicy? Like a pain to eat, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I was thinking of pomegranate. Oh, like that's just tedious. But yeah, it's yeah, a different definition of pain. Yeah, that's di- that's awful. They're delicious, no but they're so messy. But what's and the also, point? what do you mean? Of the pomegranate, it's just like a little like seed it? pouch of yeah. juice around <laughs> a seed that you barely get anything out of it, and it's so much work to have to like cut it open and like scoop out these little like seed pods mm-hmm. and then suck off the juice. Like, is that all you do with pomegranate? That's I think so that's it weird it's a lot of work for for nothing this weird fruit right i mean i've only had one in my life but it was a lot of work it was delicious but i'm also like why how am i doing this yeah um let me think what else what else um 
rock candy when you chew on it. Oh, I don't think I've ever had rock candy. Mm-hmm. Probably because it looks weird. I mean, you've had that rock sugar. It's the same thing. Oh. 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 Is there anything else that's a pain to eat? Tacos. Um, oh, uh, artichokes. They are such a pain in the ass. Why? Well, because you can't eat, like, most of it. Oh. You can only eat, like, the heart and, like, the ends of the leaf. And so, basically, when you, you boil them so they're, like, tender or whatever, and then you rip off leaves at a time, and then you, like, dip them in butter, and then you eat, like, you just, like, kind of, like, use your teeth to, oh. like, skin it in a way. But then you, most of the, uh, like, the artichoke leaf or whatever, flower, you don't even eat. Weird. I've never had artichoke except for, like, canned, like, like artichoke, artichoke hearts or, like, yeah, like quarters artichoke, or something. Um, spinach and artichoke dip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And artichoke ramekin. Artichoke shaped ramekin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called, it's called an artichoke ramekin. It's basically like a cheese dip, but mm-hmm. it's a ramekin. Well, right. A la Loring uh, Pasta Bar. Let's see. What else is there that's really a pain in the ass to eat? Um, oh. Sometimes oh. ass. Sometimes ass, yeah. Sometimes it's really gross. Sometimes, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I was just thinking, like, it was too big. You got to, like, get up in there. You just got to, like, get spread in the spread. Cheeks. You know, you got to, like, excavate some mountains or whatever. <laughs> yes. To try to get into the valley. Uh, I love that. Nothing Travel more. to the forest, meet a wizard, show him your dick. <laughs> he gives you a book. <laughs> he gives you a book. The book is missing a page. Then you have to go back to town to find the page. It's bad. It's bad. Um, no, I don't know. There's so much that's a pain in the ass to eat. Think like uh, re- really messy foods too. Like um, like a really big piece of pizza. Oh. It's kind of hard to eat. Like or like any of those like or... or any of those like um look at me I'm like the 200 pound burger <laughs> but if you eat it it's free and then you get this oh. t-shirt you know what I mean like yeah wild um <sighs> on all those like weird like weird eats or whatever oh yeah I love those like the little competitions um I feel like something that also might be like really painful to eat is like cactus and there's some cactus you can eat you can eat like aloe and you can eat a couple other types of cactus is aloe a type of cactus yes this is cactus weird succulent is the correct term cactus uh prickly pear i would assume that's a type of cactus. oh that tastes weird Mm -hmm. dragon fruit pain in the ass to eat because it's really hard to like cut up and it tastes like water it's also not that great it's like it's cute but like it doesn't have much flavor right uh what about durian awful i've never had it i've never eaten it but a room my roommate in college when i was a freshman loved durian like shakes or whatever mm-hmm. and he brought something home and put it in the fridge and that fridge smelled like fucking ass like the entire semester of college you know what else is a really big pain to eat muskmelon what's that or like honeydew Oh, I hate honey. Like the green melon. Yeah. Like I like cantaloupe, but I don't like, not like like that. I don't really like melon. Like watermelon's fine, but like most other melons, I'm like I don't, I can't I don't like it. I don't mind it. It's fine. I can't do it. Side tangent, just for like pain in the ass, like or things that you have 
that have caused you pain that cause you no longer to eat something. <laughs> um, my grandmother, when she was little, she like bully either like older brother or like somebody like that was because she was in foster care for part of her life. Mm-hmm. Um, but like basically they were like on this truck of melons or whatever and like this kid like pushed her into these melons and rubbed melon all over her face like cantaloupe and so she hates the smell of it (laughs) (laughs) she hated it yeah like like, yeah it was some horrible thing that some kid did to her but kids are awful sometimes kids are the worst and especially back then you know what i mean oh yeah because this was in like the 30s Boys will be boys. Right. It's fucking no. Wild. No. Wild. This is almost a hundred fucking years ago. That's wild. We're so old. We are so old. Old is the new in. That's what's really hard to... That's a pain to eat. That's something that's really hard to digest. Being old. Being old. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, we will take a quick break. Listen to our little... Little break, break. Sponsors, and we'll be back with you uh, with some books that have been turned to into movies. movies. Uh, All right, fuckos, welcome back to the fucking podcast. This is where we talk about everything we want and nothing you fucking say matters, you motherfucker. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, I don't. Yeah. Before we deep dive into this little land that is books on tape, just kidding. Uh, wouldn't that be great if this was books on tape? Books on tape? No. I would be so good at audiobooks. No, you wouldn't. Um. <laughs> I have such a soothing voice. Do you know how long it takes to record an audiobook? Like, months. That's fine. I know how to read. Yeah, but it's not just like reading into a microphone. It's literally like reading the same chapter into a microphone 200 times so they can pick out the best parts. And but it's all, all together. Amazing. Then, I don't know. Let's roll the tapes. Roll the tapes, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> to you reading shit, and you're like, "That's without practice." <laughs> what do you mean? That pra- Did you say the breakfast or practice? That's without practice. Oh, 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 oh. Well, anyway, this week we're drinking. <laughs> Ooh, what are Le we drinking? Roy de Bordeaux, which is another one of these fancy wines from France. King of Bordeaux. Before Bordeaux Cabernet King. Sauvignon became the world's most beloved red. Loved. And it was, and still is, prized for the role it played in Bordeaux's flamet, flamous, famous band, blends. Jesus. <laughs> flamous bands. <laughs> flamous bands. <laughs> uh, the King of Bordeaux has returned home to star in this special red. Special. Winemaker Pascal Genot yeah. was so impressed with so. the region's exceptional 2016 vintage and the quality of his fruit that he decided to craft a 100% pure cab and the results are impressive so this is a black uh, blackberry um, dark cherry and leather tobacco from oak aging up to rubber goose green moose that's exactly what this feels like uh, leather and tobacco? I mean, fine. Is that, oh, that's weird. It is very weird. You compare this with, like, cheddar, gouda, parmesan. Uh, it would go, go really well with the charcuterie. 
or steak. <laughs> charcuterie board. Yeah, shark coochie board. I, I want don't think a shark I like. Board. I actually, I, maybe it was you. Somebody sent me a TikTok of somebody actually me. putting like a charcuterie board on a shark. Board. Tell Cersei. I want her to know. It was me. <laughs> you never seen the Game of Thrones. You know what the fuck that means. You know what's from? That old lady killed that boy. Spoiler, Spoiler alert! alert. <laughs> <laughs> wow! 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 Um, I actually kind of like it, but I like the front of it. I don't like the back of it. So, like, I like it when it's in my mouth, but I don't like the aftertaste. Yeah. Know, I think that's the to, leather. Yeah. It's it's the weird oak aging, and it's just, like, blackberry, black, or, and dark cherries. You know what I mean? Like, black, black, black. Black, 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 black. Which is a great thing to be in 2020. It's the best thing to be if you want to be dead. Sure. But also, uprising power. More people are being, like, black lives matter. Black power. Because what? Black lives matter. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to tell you a story later. Anyway. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. We're ruin the whole thing for the podcast now. Now everyone's going to be like, what is that story? <laughs> What's happening? You don't have to tell them the podcast. I can delete all of that. It's fine. Um, I, w- I will leave it in. And then we'll make them interact we'll make them with wait. us. We'll make them wait. We'll make them wonder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, books that have been turned into movies. What does this mean to you? What is this? Moving books. What is this? It means I was a young person once and then read a book and then 20 years later I became a filmmaker and I was like oh my god I'm running out of ideas what if I just adapt this book that I read this story that was already told and put it into the cinematic world so I can make money and you can lose money Charlotte's Web Charlotte's Web Babe I was gonna say babe (laughs) no 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 so like that's that's my definition of it I think it's just like people wanting to make money off of things yeah just like oh these are books that we know and like let's make it move well right well they're just it's just like it's not necessarily even like the people who are writing the book that ever get to reap the benefits they're just like right if some people are like i like this book i think i have a really cool way to make this into a good writer visual right yeah and i mean there are some amazing movie adaptations you know what i mean it's just i don't know I don't know, and that's what we're going to dissect here on this this year their podcast. I'd rather there be a book adaptation than, like, a remake of a movie. Oh. <laughs> like, Weird. do we need another Spider-Man? Another Batman? Do no, we? No, we don't. No. <laughs> I mean, if it was like, let's just have these movies and we're telling the story and we're continuing the story. You know what I mean? Right. There are some that do that. Like... In the, I mean, there's always like, every decade or so has like a tri- like a trilogy of uh, Batman movies. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. So I mean, I mean, there is a point to some of it, but also like let's have 75 different actors play Batman because we can't make like this one director, this one company is like, no, we're gonna do it better, so we're gonna get a different man. <laughs> like fuck that, fuck that, fuck that, fuck it. Put it. Fuck. I can't. Um, no, I just don't, I don't know. Yeah. A remake is very different, though. When they remake a movie, it's like, oh, that one wasn't good enough. We need to update it. This is more like, hey, that's a really good story, so I'm going to steal it and make a movie out of it and make a bunch of fucking money on it. Yes. Yeah. What's your favorite? What's your favorite book on tape? Just kidding, it's movies. (laughs) 
Uh, it's on tape if you're blind. <gasps> I mean, <laughs> that's not wrong. Hey. Yeah. Audible.com. <laughs> Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Slash anyway, SMP, I'll do. Oh, God. Um, do I have a favorite book that was a movie? No. I only watched, like, five movies. I've only seen, like, five movies. You've seen many movies. You helped compile... You yelled out the names of, like, half of <laughs> It was, like, five movies. There's, like, 13 or 15 on this list. That's more than five. Anyway... What is your favorite book that was turned into a movie? Um, I mentioned Never Ending Story. I don't remember if that was a book first. It isn't. Or after. It probably isn't. Hang on. Let me do some, oh, we, uh, I was going to look it up, but I got distracted by... Some jujuling. I have no idea. But that was a movie I really liked. Bambi wasn't a book. Now I'm just naming movies. How many you read it is based off a book? Ha-ha! It's a fantasy novel by German writer Michael Endy. Oh, yeah. I own that book. I never finished it. I got it for a class in college. Oh, it was later adapted into films. That's kind of cool. Okay, so Never Ending Story is yours. Got it. Yeah, I like that one. Do you have a favorite? No. Book? No? Movie? No, I don't like books. Movie once book? I don't read. I can't read. (laughs) No, I can read. I just don't... I mean, personally, I'm not. I mean, I'm going to be, like, the bitch in this episode. Like, I'm going to be the person that's like... In this episode? You could stop. (laughs) really... Because I just don't... I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it. I don't care about books that were turned into movies. I'm not, like, reading a book hoping that one day it'll be turned into a movie. What the fuck are you doing?! Get out of there now. You fucking know. Yeah, you fucking know. <laughs> Miles' fault. He was cornering them. I just saw him screaming in the bedroom. Dick. Anyway. Whatever, you're so... this nut up. All these cats need to fucking get the fuck out. Anyway, I don't. Anyway. Um, well, I think we should just kind of go through what we're going to talk about, since I don't have a favorite because I'm a bitch, and I apparently am a bitch on every episode. Oh my god. (laughs) Um, we're going to go through a couple of the most popular movies that once were a book, and then we're going to tell you if we've read the book, or if we've seen the movie, or both, or neither, and then what we think about it. We're going to kind of nitpick it up. Yeah. So you enjoy the next 20 to 30 minutes of your life, because we're about to be a bunch of bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh. Beach. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Elias will enjoy that shout out. <laughs> so, first one on the list Twilight. Uh, read the book, saw the movies. I was in line for the first three movies when they came out in theaters. They were disgusting. <laughs> I devoured those books, I loved them. Um, I read the books. Because I feel like those books are so easy. They're such an easy read, first of all. Yes. And back in the day when I was a sad little emo, I did read them. <laughs> they were okay. Yeah. Um, the books are much better than the movies. Absolutely. Oh, ho, ho, so much better. Not that, you know, whatever Stephanie Meyer can write, because she can't. She doesn't really <laughs> develop anybody's character at all. And uh, 
I don't know, but there was just a little bit more magic to your imagination in the movie or in the book than the movie. It seemed way less like sad and disgusting in the books than it is in the movie. Oh no, it was depressing. I mean, it's still like bad, but just like you in the movie, it's like obviously like I'm living to like chase this boy and suck his dick. Versus like in the book, you're like Mira's is kind of a cute romance. <laughs> yeah, in the book, it's a little bit more like she's first of all, uh, what's her name? Bella. No. The actress. Oh, uh, Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart can't act, first of all. That was not, not her in, prime for acting. I think no. she's gotten better, but so, she was but like the, the same character well, all the time. Well, here's, yeah, that's the problem that I have. And I know that Bella is supposed to be this depressed, reserved bitch, but like, no, it just wasn't good enough. Like, I feel like. There was there was a little bit of depth in her character, a little, a little bit more depth than Kristen gave it. Instead of just going <laughs> for four fucking movies, <laughs> wasn't it five movies too? Because because they did the fourth one in part two. two. I was first of all unnecessary every time for any <laughs> movie unnecessary every time. Uh, we'll get to it, but not on not completely unnecessary. I feel like it's unnecessary, but we'll we'll see. But yeah, you're right. But I just feel like it was just dumb. And, like, the books were better. Just better. The books were better. But it still was garbage. When I read the fourth book, I was like, what the fuck? And then I got mad. Because <laughs> I it ended vaguely so remember stupidly. what happened in the fourth book. I do remember seeing one yeah, of the movies in theaters. They, like, go and have all this weird sex. And then, like, she gets pregnant. And then he has to kill her. And then she's like, I'm a killer. And she's like, oh, wait, I gotta wrap it in so I can help fight the other vampires. What? <laughs> oh, wait, my child's already an adult? Awesome. Oh, yeah. And they brought that guy out who was, like, a vampire child or some bullshit who had, like, aged, like, be in his 20s. And he's been in his 20s for, like, a million years. This is in the movie. I don't know if that... I remember that was in the book. I can't remember that was in the book either, but... Renesme? Stupid name. Awful. That's, like, the, that's like the inception of, like, the... McKinsey. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we got to move on. Bailey Lynn. There are four books. There are four movies. We have given it a little bit of time. Okay, fine. Oh, my God. We got to move on. All right. Uh, next one. Eat, Pray, Love. Uh, I've seen the movie multiple times. Yes. Absolutely love it. Never read the book, but it is on my list. I read the book. The book is exponentially better. Really? Yes. Okay. Not that, like, not that the movie is bad by any stretch of the means. Um, it really isn't bad. Not so. Not Not at all. But... It, the book is just so much, it goes into so much more depth with her issues and like her, and it, it it expands a little bit more about her time at home and like, uh, before she goes on this trip and why she goes on the trip instead of just like, I'm sad, I'm going on this trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the movie is really like a, oh no, I'm sad, but I have money. So I'm going to go travel and. Right. Pretend to find myself in these other cultures, even though I'm really not. It's like a voy. It's like a voyeuristic take yeah, on culture. Voyeuristic, and I think that like, well, when she goes to Italy, like for three months, that's or four months or whatever, like that's a great part of the book because it's like indulgent and it's very, you know what I mean? Like these, that piece is very important, I think. And then she was like, I want to go to an ashram because I want to, like, I've been studying this meditation and i really want that and it dive, dives more into like why she's there and like and she takes that vow of silence or whatever mm-hmm. and then there's that dale or dawn or 
Oh, that the, old the guy? old man that she befriends there. Mm-hmm. And, like, his story, you get more of his story. And, like, and like their, their friendship is very real, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, in the last, like, in Bali, when she's also studying a different kind of meditation, mm-hmm. which is really dumb. But it, it goes into a little bit more of, like, her, he, that's her healing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, like, Why couldn't she, like, do that you. in America? Yeah. Because... I mean, some people just need to escape. And when you... And I think her problem was she was in this marriage and then she's doing everything she was supposed to and then she is suddenly in this relationship with this young, hot man, but like they're not, like... Like, she's not really finding... Like, she's losing herself in people. Mm-hmm. So I think she just needed to get out of her comfort zone and into something else. Sure. And... Unfortunately, I feel like this has really, like, sparked this whole, like, everyone needs to eat, pray, love, and go travel all over the world, which is good for tourism. But, I mean, you don't need to travel to find yourself, I guess. But some people do. Because some people just, you know, instead of therapy, they're just going to take a year and go figure it out. Traveling's fine. I just feel, I... I 100% would also enjoy, like, this kind of experience. Just, like, go do things. But I also think if we're trying to experience these cultures then we actually should be like trying to like learn and appreciate these cultures not just like take them i don't think that's and i think the like movie does the, the movie is very is very surface the movie makes it feel like she's just taking it yeah the movie the movie is very the surface i think maybe with that little, little depth bit more might be good detail and a little bit more of the learning and the cultural pieces and like what she's not taking it necessarily it's more of like i'm doing this because i want to further my study with this and I want to understand this more and I want you know what I mean yeah and I think that that I mean going to an ashram like that's like if you're a Buddhist that's that's part of it that's the thing you yeah. know what I mean so I mean that I guess it's not necessarily cultural appropriation uh, because she's actually studying it you know what I mean and actually utilizing it and, mm, like, yeah that's her religion you know yeah I can um, believe you read that yeah it's good uh next one let's see um Pretty much every Stephen King book. <laughs> <laughs> I've never read a Stephen King book. You haven't? No. Oh my gosh! I can't. I've only read. I feel like they're I've all scary. scary. Yeah, they're ter- like they're horror. That's exactly why horror. I've not read. Them. Um, it. I've not read, but I've not. I've, I saw the old movie. Oh, that's right. I forgot this was a remake. <laughs> yeah, it was a very very bad remake, apparently. <laughs> or maybe a really good remake. I don't know. A two part remake. Well, the original movie doesn't really talk about the kids, like, when they were kids. The movie is, like, all adults or whatever. Oh. Like, right away, the old one. And then in mm-hmm. the new one, it's, like, part one and part two, and part one is about the kids and how they experienced him, and then when they're adults, and go back. Oh, weird. Yeah. It's really fucked. And I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure the book flip-flops. And maybe that's what the original movie does, too. It flip-flops. It's more of like a flashback to when they were kids. And then, oh, you know what okay. Because I mean? that book is thick. Yeah, all of his books are very, very thick. <laughs> um, but I've read Carrie. I didn't know that was a book. And I read Cujo. Oh, the dog. Yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> um, I never read The Langoliers, but I did see the movie. And I've been told that the book is better. <laughs> Obviously. I feel like the book is always better. It's not always true. Um, Name one about, time. Let's talk about The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> the movie is iconic. I've never read the book. The movie is iconic. I've read the book. The book is kind of boring. 
because it's like it, it goes through pretty much the same little trajectory. Mm-hmm. There, are, there's more in the book. There's more characters. There's more, but the book is kind of dark. Wouldn't that be great? Like cool. It's kind of besides cool. like smashing the witch with the house. Yeah, it's kind of. But I mean, that's what happens in the book too. Right, but just like that's like the dark, that's the dark thing in the movie. But like, if you can make like it's darker in the book, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a little, but it's not as, I don't know. Wait, like, Wicked. Isn't Wicked, like, uh, Wizard of Oz, like... It's in the same, yeah. Like, it's in a the same branch off? Because the it's Wicked a, book... It's not a branch off. It is a story, it's the story It's like of, a retelling of, of the Wicked Witch. Right. And part of the book retells the story of the Wizard of Oz, or, like, where Dorothy comes to Oz and all that shit. But from right. her perspective. Right. That was actually a pretty cool book. Yo, I love the book. Way more than the musical. Yeah, the musical was, like, fun. But the book, even though it took me forever to read. Oh, my God. I once I got like through three it. Three days. Oh, my God. It took me, like, weeks. But when I got through it, I was like, oh, actually, this was really interesting to, like, hear about her being, like, her little weird green self. I'm like, yes. Yeah. It's a little bit more about, like, you were just born this way kind of thing. Didn't you have, Although, like, a weird baby? Does she have a baby? I don't think she has a baby, but she was a baby in the beginning of the book. And <laughs> no, somebody the, had a and baby. she was going to die, or whatever, the mom was going to die, or she was, like, tricked. But basically, the Oz is her dad. Oz, the wizard, oh. is her father, and, oh, like, I don't gave the that. mother some sort of weird potion or whatever, and, like, created this magical baby, Alba, and she's, but she's green, so. Ah, uh, side effects. Every time. Yeah, so she's basically manufactured. That's too baby. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, call me by my name. By your name. By anyone's name. <laughs> call me. Call, call me by any other name. Call me so maybe. Sweet. <laughs> uh, this is actually my favorite book. Ugh, I'm so sorry. My favorite book. It's so good. It's Why better it than good? the movie. I'm sorry. I watched the movie with you, and I just didn't understand. The The movie is weird. It's, it's cute, and it's nice if you've read the book. Because like, you have that context of, like, why they're fucking weird. The movie Standing Alone, it's like, this is a weird art movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, they took some cute people and they just, like, had them do some shit on the screen. <laughs> that's literally all the movie is. And that's, like, the kind of movies that I like anyway. Just, like, people doing stuff. Yeah. The book is awesome. Okay. I recommend reading the book. Okay. I've, yeah. I've, if it's anything to do, like, I just don't, that story, if because it, it, it's obviously the basic plot. The basic plot of yeah. college guy hung hung out with dad who's professor at their summer home and blah, falls in love with the underage boy, and then... He was of age, wasn't he? No. I thought he was like 18. No. He's like 17. He's like 16 or 17 in the book, or in the movie. Yeah, I it's think it's like... It's clear that yeah. he's like not graduated from high school. Um, but like, it, but here's the thing. They're is that, European. <laughs> no. That doesn't mean it gets better. Doesn't it? No. In, all right. In the book, isn't he supposed to be like 25? Um, Oliver is older than him. He's like doing a dissertation. So like 25. Like 20. 20 25 to 28, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind age gaps, obviously. But the problem that I have with it hey. is it's this whole oh i'm going back to the states and i'm gonna marry a woman and that's how it's gonna end and it's gonna be sad and tragic hmm that just irritates me well the point isn't like for it to be a happy ending the point is like for like to like live elio's experience 
Because it's it, the whole thing is like a coming of age story of Elio like figuring out what he likes and how to like express himself. Well, the movie made it seem it was more about both of them and not just about Elio. In the book, you mostly get things from Elio's perspective. Because I mean, it's like it's like a stream of conscious sort of thing. It's I think it's narrated from his oh, point of view. It's so good, I'm and sorry. they don't even separate it correctly in the movie. I don't think, like, there there are three different parts of. Just read anyway, the fucking book. It's no, great. absolutely not. The Maybe not you, I'm, but well, read yeah, it, listeners. You've been yeah, read this fucking, fucking book. Need, yeah, if you need to like come out, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, oh, what are these two fadjets doing? <laughs> I don't know how to be gay. Like. Don't do what we do, but do what we do, you know? Yeah. Listen to Bunny and read the book if you're coming of age. But for me, a 30-some fucking year old person who doesn't give a shit about coming to age, of age anymore because I've been out longer than I've been, like, alive. <laughs> I've already come of age. Well, you know what I mean? Like, I've been, I've been out since I have number age to come. 16, and I'm almost to halfway in my life. So yeah, I came out later, but when I read the when I read the book and I reread well, yeah, it like all the time, I feel like it reminds me of when I was younger coming sure. out, like learning about that. Sure, it's nostalgia. Yeah, but I mean, you got to live a better life than me in that aspect. Because I came out later. Uh yeah. When did I come out? I was like sixteen. Well, that's when I came out. I was in. I was a freshman in high school. Fifteen. Yeah, around. 16 is, like, sophomore. Anyway. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I just don't think that it's... It doesn't apply to me. Wouldn't recommend the movie, but it is, like, fine if you want to see, like, Army Hammer, because he's, like, super cute. But also, like, read the book. Thanks. (laughs) All right. Here's the big obby. Harry Potter. You know, it took me most of my life to watch all those movies. Hmm. After the fourth movie came out, I just, like, stopped. Really? The year that nobody got haircuts? Yeah. The year that nobody got a haircut. Yeah, if you go back, they all had like the longest Bushy hair, craziest hair. Yeah, <laughs> because in the books, that's what happens. Because they're fucking like fourteen. <laughs> the year nobody got haircuts. What fourteen-year-old ever wants to cut their hair? Yeah, I didn't want to cut my hair at fourteen. That's what they didn't like being looked at, though. But yeah. Anyway, this after is very that. obvious. The books are way better than the movies. I feel. Mm, I feel like, yes, the books are better than the movies, but I feel like the movies are almost different. Because you get all the cool magical effects, the special effects. Yeah, but, like, the book does a good job of describing that. And so, anyway, this is that big, this is a big conspiracy going around right now that J.K. Rowling isn't real. Or that she didn't actually write the books. Well, no, that she's, like, an actress that they've hired to pretend to be this person. And they're paying very well, you know, (laughs) to pretend to be J.K. Rowling. Interesting. But it was really, like, a group of people that wrote Harry Potter. Oh. And that they're, like, making fucking bank off of this book, series, movie, like, cinematic world. And plus all the spinoffs and all this, that, the other. That's true. And you know that in, like, 20 years, they're going to remake them. (laughs) Can you fucking imagine? They're going to do it. No, that's, that's a... First of all, that seems like a lot of... A lot. I don't think that should be a thing. I think it should. Um, Remake it, but with a black cast. With a black cast. <laughs> and make, like, Dean white. And, and yeah. Blaze Zabini white. Like, the only black kids. And Harry Potter is actually a woman. And Cho Chang is actually 
a Native American girl instead of <laughs> fucking fucking Chinese. Fucking oh my god. No, here's the thing. I just I read the books, and the books are so fantastical, and you and they're really they 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 do a really good job of describing yeah everything in the book. And I feel like it leaves so much more to your imagination, and that's part of what the message behind it really is, is that magic is everywhere, right? You you see the magic you want to see. And I think that... Because, mm-hmm. I mean, in the book, in the story, in the world, or whatever, the universe, magic is hiding in plain sight. Right. Everywhere. You know, a mm-hmm. hat that was actually Professor McGonagall, you know, a light going out on the street is... When they have their little clicker thing. Oh my god, um, when that first came out, that movie, that was fucking, like, that was a thing. It is a thing. The lights going out, yeah. But, like, the movies were great. I just feel like they spent way too much time perfecting their little, like, let me just make sure I hit the main plot points and not, like, add any depth to them. Well, it's a movie. You can't, you can only do so much. Yeah, but I feel in like an hour and each a half. movie needed two movies. And maybe not the first <laughs> one. Maybe not the first one. But, like, definitely, like, book four and beyond needed two movies. Oh, sure. A lot happened real fast in those Or at books. least another, like, 30 to 40 minutes of film. You know? Make, make it a Lord of the Rings um Just length. make it a three-hour movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Why would... Yeah. Two Towers Just, the Bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, that's my opinion on that. And that's my opinion on that. And that's on period. But really, just read the books. Don't waste your time with the movies. Daniel Radcliffe is not a great actor in those movies. He's a good actor other places. But I feel like the character of Harry Potter is not a very forgiving character. And he just God, turns out to be this whiny little bitch. Hermione should have been the hero he the whole time. He is so much whinier in the books, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Hermione should have been the... Hermione is the hero. Also, Hermione should be black. Like, I always envisioned her as black and not white. I feel like every time I read a book that isn't like expressly about black people i just assume that they're all white you know sure but i assumed that she was black really yeah i feel like maybe this was one of those like rowling like quips on twitter just like did you know that dumbledore was actually butt fucking his phoenix the whole time or something like weird i feel like she said that she was supposed to be black or maybe that was just like something that i've seen on the internet no, I just think that's a lot of people's interpretations of it. Perhaps. It's not like a Dumbledore is gay thing. It is ah. a, it is a like, just like, this is how people perceived them, perceived Hermione in the first couple books. Because hmm. she describes her hair as like this big, bushy, unkempt hair. Oh. You know what I mean? And it kind of fits like a, a, a little black girl in England. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> a little texture. It's super cute. And I feel like it would have been better. <laughs> because, let's be honest... A black woman with a redhead. <laughs> a black woman being the smartest one on the team. Oh my god. The best at magic. <laughs> the best at everything. Oh my god. Um, What's next? <clears throat> the Fault in Our Stars. <laughs> uh, we can also... I mean, literally it's the same movie as A Walk to Remember. Um, Wait, is it? No. They're two separate books, two separate movies. Well, I know that she's separate books, but like I don't know, I don't remember what a Walk to Remember is about. Isn't that a football movie? No, a Walk to Remember is Mandy Moore, and like her being all like, oh, "I'm this super great Christian girl," and like, and like, it was a book. So I'm we thinking can talk about it. Uh, we'll talk Titans about story. a Walk to Remember first. So a Walk to Remember is like <laughs> basically this girl Mandy Moore, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm like so like religious," uh. and then 
she like goes to this like theater thing and then like this other boy gets like detention because he's like this badass little kid and he gets detention but his detention punishment is actually like participating in the school play and then like, he falls in love with her but she has cancer and she's and she dies she has leukemia and she dies oh yeah well, no, but then they fall in love they fall in so much love. There's another book that's, or another movie that's like that with yeah, Amanda Stein. Oh, back. She's like, she's sick and she has to stay in the house, but she meets this like cute little white boy who lives like her, like the neighboring house. She's like a bubble girl. Yeah, she's like literally a bubble girl. And then like he like come in, they like she leaves the house and she almost dies, but they're like falling in love or whatever. I didn't see the movie. I don't know if it was a book, but I do remember the the. Um, Preview. Huh. Yeah. She's cute. I like her. It's all about those previews. Previews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but no, a fault in, uh, The Fault in Our Stars, I thought it was a better book than a movie, but it was still a good movie. The movie was... When I saw it, it was good. I only saw it that one time, and I feel like that oh, was I'll more than enough. I'll never watch it again. I'll never read it again. <laughs> yeah. I think I read the book. But when I read the book... Too. When I read the book, and like, he fucking dies... I sobbed because like the book, <laughs> it came out of nowhere in the book. It made it seem like he was getting better. Right. And you were expecting her to die. And I was expecting her to die, but yeah. he died first. And that made me so sad. Um, what was it? August? Augustus? Augustus. What a fucking stupid name. I love it. I loved it so much. Oh my God. <laughs> so sad. Um, <laughs> stupid. A stupid ass fucking book. Um, but I just like, I don't know. I read it like six years ago out of nowhere. It's alright. I don't remember why I read the book. I was like, oh, I think it's probably because everybody was reading it. I was like, let's see if this is a good book. <laughs> was it? Yes. It was fine. Uh, let's go to the Anne Frank Museum. Because that's what I've always wanted to do with my life. <laughs> God. It's an important part of history. <clears throat> Brokeback Mountain. I've never, I didn't even know it was a book before this. I knew it was a book, but I also thought it was a book like after the movie. Bareback Mountain. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> That's the porno. That's a different film. <laughs> <laughs> Never read the book, but I have seen the movie, and I feel like it was great the first time, and it was awful the second time. Oh. I've, I've only ever, I've only watched the movie one time, and I don't think I'll ever watch it again. But Jake Gyllenhaal, baby, let me tell you something. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal is one of the hottest men alive. Jake! Period. Um, what was his name? Heath Ledger? Heath Ledger's alright. Woo! He's hot, but he's not that hot. That man in those jeans and that cowboy hat. I, I wouldn't didn't... have said no, Avi. Things I did like... not know I was into until I saw it happen. Oh my god. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just think that, like... I recommend watching if you've not seen it, because it's just, like, one yeah. of those things that you have to do as a gay. <laughs> I would assume that, like, in the book, there's a lot more to the mountain romance... Like, hopefully there's, like, a little bit more development of, like, why they like each other besides the fact that they go ride horses together. Right. Or that, like, oh, we are on this mountain together. Cool. But like, what's going on with their actual, like, female relationships? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And why, like, Jake Gyllenhaal's character is, like, oh, I'm this big-ass, like, fucking, I'm rich and blah, blah, blah. Look at me. I own all these steer or whatever the fuck. And mm. then... He's like, but I'm going to Mexico to get sucked off every once in a while. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Money doesn't touch your penis. That's it. Money doesn't touch your penis. <laughs> Podcast done. We have <laughs> solved the world's problems. 
Um, next one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Merch. What about like? Sorry, I kept like burping. Um. Oh. The Hunger Games. Yeah. I've never read the books. I read the. F- there are three. I think there are three. Hunger Games, Mockingjay is I think the third one. I don't know what the second one is. Maybe that's the second one. I don't know. I read the first one. The movie, the movie, the first movie was good. I remember watching. It's like this is really fucking cool. But I feel like after that, I was disinterested because I feel like what's her what's her name? Jennifer Garner. Just kidding. Lor- <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. I feel like I don't like her. I like her in other movies. Um, Silverlining's playbook. That was pretty. That I liked her in that. That sure. was a good movie. But like, I don't feel like I like her as a actress. I like her as an actress. I just don't like her in that movie. I don't like that movie at all. I didn't like it. I don't think that the Hunger Games should exist. <laughs> we have enough dystopian future to talk about. Although it did come up with the best gift that has ever walked the earth. I volunteer as tribute. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> like that's that is the only good thing out of that applicable in so many ways Ugh, garbage yeah. perks of being a wallflower uh i remember that movie that was fine i read the book and it was actually a very 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 good adaptation yeah absolutely i would give this like a if you read the book and you watch the movie i think you'll be very happy about it oh because it's so subtle just like in the book about like his molestation and his issues but, like, Emma Watson's in it. She's mm-hmm. phenomenal. Yeah. Like, she's really good at it. At, she's one of the best actresses ever. I love her. Um, I like her. Not so much in Beauty and the Beast, but everything else. <laughs> that was um, just a fucking shit movie. <laughs> it shouldn't have been a singing movie. If it wasn't the musical version, I feel like she would have been phenomenal. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, but, but I digress. I think that The Perks of Being a Wallflower is so subtle. It's literally yet another coming-of-age mo- like story but it's really like this person just being comfortable with themselves and like and it's just it's their be- like their friends and it's so great and they're like discovering things and processing things and mm-hmm. it it actually it just like the movie it he processes it you know what i mean mm. and it's good it's good i like it i'm happy about it yeah i don't like that movie this time was hot it's it's a little bit more about like like how stifled shit in life can like bubble up into mental illness later in life very real so it's wild um practical magic that was an interesting movie this i did not realize that was movie. a book i didn't know it was a book either but now i want to kind of read it <laughs> now i want to kind of read it well I'm, that book probably came out a while ago i wonder if it's any good in comparison to the movie probably not i mean don't Sandra think Bullock and, like nicole kidman can do no wrong um so good so good. If you haven't listened recently to Stream Queens, uh, one of our, they our, did our do good that. friends of the pod, not very long ago they did uh, they did re- watch this movie and review it. So go take a look uh, at their catalog. It's really funny. They uh, bring up very many, many, many good points about <laughs> how problematic it is, but also like how iconic it is all at the same time. This seems to be like the theme. It's very mid-90s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, whoo. And then the story itself. <laughs> very women power but just kidding men we need men no we don't no one needs a man <laughs> who needs men gross uh kevin what is kevin 
Oh, you know all about Kevin. We need to talk about Kevin. Uh, it's this who the fuck is Kevin? Horrific, horrifically amazing book. I don't remember who the author is, but essentially, you are reading this book from the point of view of a mom who didn't really want to be a mom. Oh, who has this kid that she thinks hates her, like, from the beginning, since he was born. She thinks he just, like, hates her. Okay, so postpartum repression, got it. Right, and she's, like, right, it's written in letter format, how she's, like, describing her life. She has hate books like a son, that. and then she has a daughter later, she's married, the marriage is kind of, like, iffy or whatever, but the kid grows up and, like, just does some really fucking sick shit to his family and to his classmates. I will not give it away. You have to read the book. But it was adapted into a movie with uh, Tilda Swinton as the mom. <laughs> love Tilda. I love Tilda. She's You know what? My incredible. nickname. My, nick, my nickname. You're, you're my, my nickname <laughs> in my old apartment. The one I just came from at the bank. Yeah. Was Tilda. Why? Because you know how Tilda Swinton can deliver a line with just this attitude? <laughs> that was me. Tilda Swinton is the only person I feel like who can do literally anything oh my god there's so many movies where she's playing men and women she's in the so versatile yes oh so good if you haven't seen the new suspiria you definitely need to um you don't is that a scary I mean, movie yes suspense it's not it's not very scary it, well yes. suspense i can it's handle super suspense and there are some like gore-ish parts but like it's a ballet studio of course someone's gonna break something Right, there's bones. It's fine. <laughs> there's blood. There's bones. But like, it's it's not like I'm a demon, but it's more of like these. They're witches, and like Suspiria is about witches. Oh, interesting. Um, it's so good. But anyway, Tilda Swinton plays like two character, two or three characters in that movie alone. She is beauty. She is grace. She is Linda Evangelista. She is perfect. She's there. She's great. Yeah, but she plays the mom. In this movie, and then that's it. the guy who plays what's his face's friend in Wall, the Perks of Being a Wallflower. He plays his son. I think his name is like Ezra Miller. Mm. I think that's the actor's name. Oh, so he plays Kevin. Uh, they yeah, I, yeah, they play Kevin, but oh, wild. The movie wild. is the movie is like this weird like art thing. It's 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 not good. We read the book. It was like part of a book club, and then we watched the movie. We we're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> the you movie... were part of a book club you fucking nerd yeah with me and the kids me and the kids we were in a book club and that's like the only book that we all read we had like five books that was the only one we all read <laughs> Jesus Christ. yeah we watched the movie if you read if you watch the movie and you don't read that book you will not really get what's happening it's so fucking weird it was awful uh oh my god we have a couple more um <laughs> the notebook I have not read that, and I've only seen, like, a little bit of it. I... If you're a bird, I'm a bird. Oh, my God. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. I'm a bird. I hate that movie. <laughs> Just for that. Isn't that Ryan Gosling and... I... Uh, Rachel, Rachel McAdams. McAdams. I fucking love Regina her. George. Um, <laughs> but no, 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 no. Uh, she's phenomenal. Yeah, she's a great actress. It's a good movie. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I cry every time I, I watch it, but like... Fucking... It just reminds me of my grandparents. It's sad. No. Oh. Um, it's about Alzheimer's. Oh, that's right. Too. Don't they die in the bed together? Yeah. It's upsetting. <laughs> that's romantic. Oh, it's so horrible. Um, oh. I just remember him climbing up that Ferris wheel. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Ryan Gosling is... Damn. That man. That man. Mm. That man. Ooh. It's not a Jake Gyllenhaal, but I'll take it. <laughs> All right. 
Divergent is our next one. Terrible Awful. Terrible Awful. Both books and movies. Yeah, I think it's like a trilogy. I read the first one, which is like vaguely vaguely interesting. Well, here's the thing. The books were popular enough for them to try to make a a movie series, and then they stopped after movie one because it's not... Didn't didn't, they do... No. I think they did all all of them. Oh, did they? Well, it wasn't as big as, like, the. it's not as big. No, it's not as big. It didn't quite reach Hunger Games level. Because there was Divergent, there's one called Insurgents, which I think is part of that series, but I really, I only Divergent, read that first book. Insurgents, and then there's something else, I can't remember. Yeah. They had that one guy, number four, and that's literally all that happened in the movie. There was a hot guy who played the bad guy. Omnivergent. The bad, the bad boy. That's the third book. Omnivergent. Omnivergent. <laughs> Omnivergent. Yeah, I don't know. No. It was fine. I mean, it's just like another like boring trilogy thing. I don't need to be reading these youth fucking bullshit movies. It was a weird take on like a dystopian thing. It's just like, oh, everybody has like one big quality. It's like Harry Potter meets Hunger Games. Meets psychology 101. Basically. And like the divergent ones are the ones who could like fucking lie at will or like choose to be super brave. I'm like... What? No, we're not playing this game. Yeah, no. Um, and another like little series that has like really taken the books turning into movies is the Lord of the Rings series and the Hobbit. Dude, that's a fucking that is a that's sh- a whole cult. It's a cult. Yeah, it's good ish. Um, the books are good. I read the books when I was a kid. Hmm. Um, it took me forever, forever to, read, to read the Hobbit. That's the only one I read. Actually, did I finish that? I don't know. Well, I read all of them, and they're good. Um, the books, I wouldn't say the books are better. The books are wordy and lengthy, and it's hard to understand. It's yeah. just like, okay, it's just like you're trying to read Game of Thrones. I read, <laughs> I read the first book of Game of Thrones, and it took me a year. <laughs> it is dry. Yeah, they're dry, and they're thick. And they're thick, and they're just... and it's But, like, Game of Thrones, the way that that one is written, it's very, like character like this is a chapter about this character it's called Daenerys and then this character is about you know Arya you know what I mean like it's just like mm-hmm. each character's perspective that's how it's told it's from this one character's perspective oh that sounds kind of cool it is kind of cool but it just takes a lot because it shifts so much oh sure just like keep up and remember where you are well and it takes like five books for them to all like come to the same fucking continent in the first place <laughs> so what the fuck anyway um yeah that's books on books on tape (laughs) books on tape books on tape uh if there's a book out there bunny that you are like oh my god this book needs to be turned into a movie what book would that be and why Ooh. actually i don't even know why i'm thinking about it uh the book is called sabriel by garth nix it's one of my favorite like fantasy novels it's part of a trilogy called the abortion trilogy it's about this young woman sabriel whose father was like a like renowned necromancer but they have this like fa- this like bandolier this the witcher? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell you but they have this bandolier of like bells that they like a holster of bells that each when you ring them they have a specific like property that it does like one puts you to sleep one can send you into like the the um, realm between life and death. Okay. Whatever. But, like, basically, the abortion is, like, the the connection between the living and the dead. 
and it's supposed to like put demons to rest that are should not be there. It's fucking awesome. It's so cool. The book itself is very like kind of like like wisp wispy cinematic. It's like if you watch a movie but it's like really bright and gray. Sure. I don't know. It's it's a great book. The the trilogy is cool. Interesting. Yeah, it's awesome. I love mm. it. I love it. That would be a, a hella cool movie, especially with like the effects you could do, the monsters you would have to create. The 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 place between life and death is like a river. Like so, the river stairs. <clears throat> yeah. So like the the first level is like it's like a bubbling brook, but if you like fall, you're fucking gone. You're swept into the next gate into <laughs> level two. Brook. And the farther you go down, the more violent the water gets. And I think at the very last level, it's like basically just like a fucking pit with like um, pillars that you have to like jump across or whatever. It sounds too actiony for me. It sounds lit. Anyway, do you have a book? <laughs> No, not really. Um, I do have a short story, though. Okay. By David Sedaris. Okay. Um, Holidays on Ice, I think, would be a phenomenal movie. Holidays on Ice is about... Uh, it's it's basically this story about when he was an elf at Macy's in, <laughs> like, in his youth. Not youth, youth, but like young 20s or whatever. Mm-hmm. He just needed a job. And, like, it's just all this, like, crazy shit that happens. And I think that would be a phenomenal movie. It sounds like it'd be interesting. Like, just being one of Santa's elves. Pretty funny. For, at Macy's during, like, the live thing or whatever. The stories you would have. Yeah. This, oh, my God. It's so good. You definitely should read it. I it. saw David Sedaris live once, and he was very compelling in person. He just, like, this, like, tiny... He's this tiny little gay. Homosexual. Little pocket gay. Yeah. He was a great speaker. I, lo- I like that. Oh, my God. I, I, I love a lot of what he writes. It's very great. Anyway. Anywho. That's it. Go read a book. Books. Go read a book. Go read a book. Go <laughs> turn it into a movie. He'll turn it into a movie. (laughs) And make me believe in you. (laughs) (laughs) And this brings us to the end of our episode. Oh my god. That was such a long one. Uh, I love books though. I mean, if we can learn anything, it's stop turning, like, stop making money off of, like, trilogies or, like, book series. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason for them to have to be turned into a, a movie right sometimes it's just better on the page i mean yes also do something new yeah don't remake another movie make a new movie sure that could be fun that could be cool some books don't deserve movie to be movies so right some books don't deserve to be movies and that's okay and that's okay <laughs> well what book have you been treat- tweeting this week bitch <laughs> oh <laughs> Um, well, I can tell you what I've been tweeting. Yeah. So I had this crazy experience. I had a dream the other day that Tuxi uh, Mattel and Katya Zamolochikova were promoting the podcast. Yes. Very fucked. So I tweeted that. I was like, I had a dream that Tuxi and Katya like, promoted the podcast. And we had like 90,000 subscribers and like listeners. And it was just insane. And we just like kept raking in that money. Yes. Uh, Trixie, love us. Katya, suck on a chicken for our podcast. (laughs) What you been tweeting, slut? Uh, I tweeted. Who? I lost it. Whoever thought it was a good idea to give a straight man a fat ass should be throat punched. Throat punching is so bad. (laughs) And they deserve it. (laughs) Fair. And I'll do it again. Fair. 
Well, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Don't forget to tune in to our bonus episode this weekend. Yes, over in our one-year anniversary podcasting. Can be found where you find our podcast all the time. That's my new song for the podcast. I love it. That's the outro music. I'll forget it forever. Yeah, it's just me singing that in the background. Did anyway, I really forget how that song goes? We'll see you in our second year, bitch. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. <sighs> <sighs>